One of the most annoying things about American work culture is the unspoken snobbery around the types of work that people do. There is no difference unfortunately, when it comes to side hustles. In fact, in American social settings, one of the first questions you're likely to be asked is, so what do you do? In Denver, the second question you're going to be asked is, what neighborhood do you live in? It's a thing. Based on your answer, people may assume certain things about you. As a person in the personal finance space, I'd like to say that the community is pretty accepting of the various different ways that people make money and that we geek out about flipping furniture, eBay, selling foot pictures, or earning affiliate income. But tell people that you write romance, and romance as a genre is met with derision, completely misunderstood, and there's a certain level of mockery. As a sci-fi fan and hardcore Trekkie, I was used to defending my interests, but there's definitely a community of people who are like, we are Trekkies and we're legit. So when I say that I'm a Trekkie who's into dystopian fiction, who's really nerdy and who's used to just being out there, out of what feels like the norm, I'm going to say I was really caught off guard by how negative I found some of my interactions around my romance writing business. And it is a business. The COVID pandemic killed my creativity for over a year, but I'm back to writing romance. With that in mind, if you thought about writing fiction as a side hustle, please do listen to today's episode. While I talk about romance in particular, this applies to writing sci-fi or young adult fiction, but basically this is a, a broader conversation. I thought I would share why I stopped talking about writing romance, why I love it, and why you should write it if you're looking for a fun side hustle and are a fan of the genre. You cannot just write it to write it. You actually need to read it and be a fan and why I love the side hustle that you can do on your own time and it's all about you. My goal with Michelle is Money Hungry is to change the conversations we have around money. You can be inclusive and win with money. You can pay more to your employees and sustain your business. You can create a financial policy that serves. You as an individual can make a difference. Grab your financial equity toolkit today. It's free. Learn how even one person taking small financial actions can make a difference to others and to you without hurting your finances. I'm a huge fan of the envelope system. It was one of the many systems that I used to help me organize my cash while paying off over $60,000 in debt. The only downside with the envelope system, the possibility of losing your actual cash. I really wish Cube Money had been around back then. Cube Money is a digital envelope app that pairs with a Visa debit card. Your cash is kept in an FDIC insured account. Cube Money is a great way to keep your money organized while you're on the go. Cube Money is the envelope system on digital steroids. I love it so much and I am a proud affiliate. Click on the link in the show notes to learn more. Please note that I may be compensated based on the actions you take. I currently use the free option of that app. If you'd like to start a personal finance brand or other online focused business and brand and are looking for tips information and ideas on how to grow an online business that serves your ideal clientele is positive and leads with equity, check out my new project, 
the Brand Building Lab, where I talk all about online business building. Want to learn how to design products, how to attract projects that pay, or how to recognize when it's time to hire help? The Brand Building Lab has you covered. If you've ever thought that billionaires just might be evil, I have the episode for you to check out. I speak with guests Sandra Davis and Kevin L. Matthews II all about that in the episode, Are Billionaires Evil Even If They Are Rihanna? I've included a link in the show notes in case you'd like to give that episode a listen. this episode, Jamie, one of my listeners reached out and asked if I would talk about writing romance. Now it's kind of weird because I had already decided to have this conversation on the show and I really appreciated Jamie reaching out and kind of validating my intuition that this was it was time to have this conversation. She'd listened to an earlier episode where I said that I would no longer talk about writing romance. At the time that I made that statement, I was unpacking how annoyed I was getting every time people would basically mock romance. Like I just got, I got tired of it and I got tired of defending it. I got tired of the comments. I just was over it. I decided to share why I love writing romance. Here's the thing. I started reading it when I was a preteen. I'm a fan. It's a great way to just relax and escape your current reality. By the way, it's not all sex. There's all kinds of books. There are many, many books in the romance space that have absolutely no sex in them because I think that that's part of what's going on. Like maybe people are weird about sex, but a lot of romance has nothing to do with actual having sex. (laughs) It really is hilarious that I even have to share this with you, but I think that a lot of ignorance drives these comments. Let's talk about romance writing as a business. Romance and erotica two very different types of writing, by the way, made $1.4 billion on Amazon in 2020. Please note, again, that romance and erotica are completely different styles of writing. Don't get it twisted. They're totally different audiences. They're different writing styles. They're very different. Please don't think of them as the same thing. They both have a place in the romance space, but they're, they're very different types of books. In a recent book ad report, it found that 27% of the respondents had recently read romance and that while 40% of respondents stated that they preferred reading mysteries, thrillers, and crime books, romance sales far outpaced those genres. Basically, the data gave insight into the fact that romance readers purchase a lot more books and they're they're reading their genre a lot more. So even though it's a smaller segment in that uh, survey, those readers were driving a much bigger market in terms of amounts spent on, on the books. Romance books are also the number one category on Kindle. I decided to share all of this to help legitimize the space from an income and earnings perspective to people who aren't familiar with romance. It's big business. The Hallmark Channel exists for a reason. 
by not talking about a side hustle that I absolutely enjoyed, I realized that there's a writer out there who might not begin their writing journey because they may have encountered the kind of pushback and mockery that I did, and it may have deterred them from actually starting. And I don't, I don't want that to happen for them. During the summer of 2018, I personally wrote my first my first romance novel as a lifelong reader of romance. I had a ton of ideas that were, you know, kind of knocking around in my brain. And I just decided that I would try one out. Like, why not? What would I have to lose? Um, it wasn't going to take me that long to do. And I just thought, hey, like, let's see what happens. At the time, I was growing my online business in the personal finance space, but didn't really have products or even services that I was providing. Like I was still contracting with others to do things for them. I was just out there trying to improve the financial lives of others by sharing all my financial mistakes and affiliate marketing and that kind of thing. So my personal finance business was not really fleshed out. And so at the time, I decided to try a lot of different things and romance writing and just ebook writing was one of those things. The romance book made me $540 the month that I published it. That money made a big difference to me for a couple of reasons. That was the amount of, <laughs> it's kind of funny to share this with you, but that's the amount of my monthly mortgage. Each month after that, I actually ended up making even more. It became a thing. I was like, oh my God, this is good money. In fact, I loved writing the book so much that I created a course to teach what I did. I've actually refined the course, I've reworked it, but I've been working with authors on how to write both fiction and nonfiction books because I also write nonfiction books as well. Writing romance was a great way for me to balance out the intensity of being in the personal finance space, especially during the last five years. Sometimes talking about debt, transforming my life, paying off debt, working hard, all that kind of stuff. Sometimes it's just mentally exhausting. Writing romance allowed me to change my online business offerings and added services to my, my brand that I'd never considered before. As I say this to you, take risks, measured risks. You don't need to spend a whole bunch of money. I didn't spend a lot of money on this and it really paid off. But I was in for a rude awakening around sharing this interest. No one asked me seriously, why romance? Like no one was serious about finding out why I loved it so much. Sorry, a little hiccup there. Instead, people would joke and laugh about it. And given that romance is the number one genre of fiction sold, the lack of respect was stunning and really annoying, actually. It just felt like people felt really comfortable shitting on me and that space. And I should say, you don't have to like that space. It doesn't have to be for you. But I think that the lack of respect was my biggest issue. It was clear that people, and by people, I mean non-readers of romance, really misunderstood what romance was all about and that there were styles ranging from sweet romance, Christian, Amish, to reverse harem. Anything you could think of, there's a genre specific to that in romance. It's the most accepting space, I think, in the literature world in many respects, in terms of stories. <laughs> Currently, right now, I keep editing this thought because actually, as a person of color writing in this space, being able to do it now is very different than when you had to go through businesses and gatekeepers in order to validate your story. So I'm going to asterisk that comment with right now 
it's a great time to be in that space because the market is recognizing the value in all kinds of different stories of love. Why was something that that primarily creates a safe space for women mocked so freely and comfortably by others, including by other women? For American women in particular, romance allows us to escape to new locales, have adventures, and just exist in a space without judgment. We get to go where we would go if we had approved vacation time and no kids. Writing romance is a side hustle. Moving forward on the Michelle is Money Hungry podcast, I do plan on sharing my favorite side hustles with a strong emphasis on anything that can be done online. My goal is to help my listeners to make more money, but to optimize the time that they have and be able to do the work that they opt to do, the side hustle that they're excited about from wherever, from home, from the library, what have you. And that's part of the reason why I'm kicking that off by sharing writing romance. Here are a couple of things to consider if you're considering, if you're thinking about writing romance as your newest side hustle. Again, you have to be a fan of romance in order for it to work. If you are not a fan, you will not understand what people are reading. It will, it will come across in your writing and it's basically a waste of your time. If you're a fan of young adult books, write those. If you're a fan of dystopian fiction, write those. If you're a fan of sci-fi, like you're devouring those books, write those. If you are not a fan of a genre, do not write in that genre because it will be very difficult. And I think that readers will be able to tell pretty quickly. If you have an idea, start writing the book. It's going to take you maybe a little longer to get it done than you think. You need to set a reasonable time frame in terms of potential future earnings. So I just sat there and told you how it was lucrative for me. I've been very excited about it, but that's not going to be the case for everyone. I cannot guarantee that for everyone. It's probably a bad idea to start writing your first romance or other book and place that kind of pressure on the book to make you a ton of cash. I think that by placing unreasonable expectations on yourself will actually kill your romance or fiction writing career before it even begins. Mm -hmm. So just get the book done and then see what happens next. Part of why my first book did so well was because of blogging. I had years of blogging experience and podcasting. And so because of that, I really understand SEO. Like I'm on the first page of Google for certain searches. And the reason why is because of SEO. And I unknowingly like kind of tapped into that knowledge when selling my books. And so that really helped people find them have fun with the process. Just like with anything, it may take some time to build momentum. And and I would just assume that it will take time to build momentum. Writing fiction for me requires being in the zone. From March 2020 until the end of July 2021, basically I stopped working on my romance business. I didn't market it. I didn't write any books. I didn't think about it. I didn't do anything. I actually started a podcast in that space. But other than that, dealing with the pandemic and fascism and social unrest, surprisingly messed with my creativity. I know you're shocked. Here are some of my numbers, and I want to be very candid. My earnings have ranged between $35 a month to two grand a month. When I'm actively working on my business, I make pretty solid money. That means I have to be releasing new books. This would be the case if you're doing fiction books as well. 
I've made almost $16,000 in passive income since 2018, but I will say 2018 to 2021 is a complete wash. I did nothing in the business. However, from the first month that I re- that I released a book, I've actually earned passive income every since then. I have made money with eBooks every since I started publishing. And that includes a year of no marketing, of not doing anything, of not thinking about it. I started the podcast and the platform that I'm not going to share with you. And that's been a great project. But even that one, I stopped working on that at the end of spring. I am beginning that again because it's seasonal. But basically, I stopped working on it for a year and I still get money. At the time I'm recording this episode, I just got payment notifications. I will get paid my passive income in a couple of days from those eBooks. That that money has made a difference to me, whether it's coffee shop money or savings money or marketing money for my other business. That money also allowed me to make really different choices and risks in my personal finance business. I was able to say no to projects I was able to kick bad clients to the curb. I was able to negotiate the projects I was doing without fear of potential financial fallout. This was important because I was paying off debt at this time. So I couldn't even really reinvest money into my business. So this was extra work, but it was the money that I would have used to reinvest into my business, basically. That money, also my ebook money, helped me to accelerate my debt repayments, my unsecured debt. That has been paid off because of making money with eBooks. I have a deep, profound respect and love for this space because it helped me out. I've made money every single month since I, I published that first book. So that's just something to say to you. I love receiving the email that I get every 20th of the month, letting me know that I have passive income payments that are going to hit my account on the 29th of every month. Again, I do write nonfiction books as well. I'm going to be doing more of that this year, and I am publishing my first personal finance book in January. Currently, I use a pen name, and the reason why I do that is to keep my romance writing 100% completely separate from Michelle is Money Hungry. I don't want the two projects to bleed together very different audiences. And also I just like having the freedom to be creative without really worrying about how writing romance may impact how people in the personal finance space may view that part of my business beyond the earnings. And so I just want a place to be creative and have fun and to connect with new people. I recorded this episode because if this is something that you want to do, I want to encourage you. I want you to say yes to taking that risk because there is a story out there that one of us would love to read, especially if you're writing about people or, or characters that look like me because I can't get enough of them. And I say this as a person who's read about vampires. Come on. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Don't forget to grab Make Money with Ebooks. Make Money with Ebooks is the course that I created, helping to teach both fiction and nonfiction self-publishers out there on how to get their books done, how to market your projects, and just do it from a safe and accepting space. I think many book dreams die because of someone's ill thought comment about a creative endeavor 
that you've shared with them. I don't want that to be the case for you. So make money with eBooks. Definitely check it out in the show notes. I've worked with a lot of people. I love it. What makes this course unique is that we have in-person office hours, rather online (laughs) office hours, so that you can share your wins. You can share what's not going well. I have reopened the course. I stopped selling it when I stopped working on my books. I just couldn't, I couldn't do it because it takes a lot of energy to show up authentically and a hundred percent for my authors, gentle souls who need me to be there and be thoughtful about my comments about the work that they're doing. And so I, I had to take a year off selling the course because I just, it was hard for me to be present during a pandemic. It was crazy. Anyway, I'm super excited to share, make money with eBooks. I hope that you are excited to write that first book. Reach out to me. I will geek out with you. Hope all is well. Thank you for listening and have a beautiful day.